0: What is happening, everyone? This will be a quick show. I know I always seem to say that, and then it never happens, but that is the idea. It is late, and I'm just going to cover three games, right? I do three tonight, or three today, and then three the next day. And I'm going to break, we'll break it down, but not too much. Um, I'm not going to start with, I'm not going to do, I'll just let everyone know right now, I'm not doing my game with Brian. I am not doing Steve with Christian. And I am not doing, uh, hmm. I will not do Elijah and Nick. I'll save so Elijah, Nick, Elijah. I know Nick listens sometimes, Elijah won't. Elijah, Nick, Christian, and Steve, and myself and Brian will all be on Friday. Um, and then t- today's games got to hit up it's Austin and Eric, have to hit up Matt and Dino. That is easily the game of the week. And we'll start with our first game, Jacob against Mario. This is a, you know, I mean, when you have 14 games now, none of them really are must-win. Going 0-2, we've seen teams go 0-5, or 0-4. We've never seen 0-5 and come back. We did see Jose that one year start, I think, 1-7, and then finish 5-7, seven, one four straight, you know, tried to fight for that last playoff spot, did not make it, but so we know teams can can rally at this point it you want to say it's more must win just psychologically and just to to help continue to push on for jacob if i had to look at this because mario he just he made a trade uh, both of them made trades but it seemed like mario he still he he doesn't have he didn't have the team that jacob did coming into this jacob can trade Kamara, and he still has herbert he still has uh, Javonta Williams, who's eventually going to become the, the starter there for the Broncos. Who knows? They might even have 50-50 timeshare. I think he's going to get better. He's going to get more looks. He's still got Aaron Jones. That is an elite player. He's got Allen Robinson, who's a wide receiver one. We'll see how he works with fields. Odell Beckham is coming back. You know, it, it allo- the players he has allowed him to make the trade with Kamara because he got some draft pick back. To help for next year, if he doesn't make the playoffs and Kamara was an expiring contract. If he wasn't, I don't think he trades him or he's going to get multiple, you know, first, second, and another running back in return. As we continue, we look at Kittle. George Kittle's got to break out of this eventually. And maybe we saw what Hawkinson did to the Packers. So, you know, common sense says that, you know, maybe Kittle might be just as good, if not better, than Hawkinson. The problem is Detroit doesn't have any other real great pass catchers at the moment. So they leaned on him a lot, and he's good enough to handle it. The Niners have Debo. They do have Ayuk if they ever get him going. I don't know what they're going to do with the running game. But anyways, back to Winston. I don't think Winston's going to play bad all this time. New England, maybe against the Patriots. But once he gets an easier opponent or just an average opponent, I think the Saints offense is good enough to still put up points. Love picking up Buda Baker. Loved him grabbing the Raiders. So looking at this roster... If i'm looking at the roster and you said hey five weeks from now that team's going to be five and two wins five straight i would not be shocked okay come on by my cat loves to get right in front of the microphone i don't want you there thank you and now he's coming back can you move otani yes cindy named that cat that's otani named after the of course the baseball player looking at the well i'm just saying this is more must win not it's more win for mario in the fact that he wants to save his season but looking at mario's team i like car i love Mixon and chubb his receivers and his tight end don't really do anything for me they don't really scare me uh, if you said this team is not going to make the playoffs i would agree with you obviously you can be proven wrong uh dino dan is the the proof of that how his team he he you know he used duct tape to, to work week in and week out he was the epitome of week to week management and I thought he was one of the top teams that year for this come on cat for the Solomon Award and I voted for him he didn't win it Dino you didn't win it that was I think your second year in the league but I still voted for you myself. You did so much, and like I said, you were dead last in scoring, and you still made the playoffs. I think that's a record that will hold till the day this league folds, um, unless we can get our children to continue the league on. You know, whenever one of us we all pass on to the to the next life, um, I, I think that record will hold for eternity. Uh, it was amazing. Now maybe Mario he's got the he's got the possibility to do it. The good thing is with this league, you just you just got to find a way to get in. You know, we've seen uh, wild card teams win the championship. But that said, I've talked way too long just typing up. We haven't even covered the game yet. Looking at these, I think Jacob could afford to go 0-3, and he could still make the playoffs. I think Jacob's going to win this game. And if, he, like I said, if he's a month from now, he's 4-2, and I'm not shocked. I'll go and say, hey, told you he could do it. He didn't need Camara. I definitely think he would have done it. But at this point, it's like a backup plan. If he doesn't make the playoffs, or if he does and still loses, hey, I got something for Kamara. Uh, let's go through it. Herbert or Carr, based on the matchup, I don't know. You know, I would have said last week I did not say Carr. I would not have started him. I thought he was going to go Jalen Hurts, and he went with Carr, and it turned out being the better choice. He still lost, but it was a much closer game, less than 20 points, had he play, uh, not played Carr. so. But Herbert going against Kansas City, he's going to have to throw. His first game ever was against Kansas City in L.A., and he played really well. Decisions, decisions. My heart tells me I would go Herbert just for the fact that I feel safer. But Miami's defense, which is good, how much are they going to be on the field? Can the Dolphins' offense get off the field enough? You know, I've seen teams where – You know, I've seen many years where the Bengals had the talent of a top 15 defense, but the offense was so bad that by the third quarter they are exhausted, and that's when teams would start to blow out. So we'll see. Are the Raiders going to put the hurt on the Dolphins' D? Is it going to be, you know, eventually they cave? If that's the case, then Carr could have a better game. I'm going to say push. I can't decide. I can't decide. Carr's looked so good through two games. It's hard, and against two really good teams, the Ravens and Steelers. So I'll say push. Running backs, he's got Aaron Jones at San Francisco. He's the one you, out of all these matchups, I don't love Chubb against Chicago. I don't love Mixon at Pittsburgh. I do like Javante Williams against the Jets. You know, I think Javante Williams can have a good game if he can split with Melvin Gordon, if he can go out there and get 10 to 15 points. And then I think Aaron Jones can not go for over 40 again with the Niners' defense. The Niners are much better than the Lions, but I can see Jones going for 20 to 25. So if he said it all season long, I'm taking Mixon and Chubb this week. Man, I don't know. Chubb at home still? Shoot. Running backs, I'm going to – I'll take Mario's. If I had to play this week, I would feel safer having Chubb and Mixon. I know they're both probably going to get 15 to 20 carries. I can't say that about Javante Williams, Aaron Jones. Unless Aaron Jones has a 40 point game, then maybe that's enough to equal the running backs. But I'm going to go with Mario's running backs. Wide receivers, I am taking Allen Robinson, Odell Beckham. Beckham's coming back, and we know the Browns lost Landry. They're going to need someone else. This is a perfect time for him to come back. I think Allen Robinson with Justin Fields, if the defense has to focus on the possibility of scrambling. Uh, He's just got to read the defenses better and not throw easy interceptions. He threw an easy one last week against Cincinnati right in front of the linebacker. Didn't even see him. But I would take Robinson and Beckham over Mooney and Anderson. Kittle and Cook. Kittle, not close. Connor and Edmonds, both on the same team. I got to go Edmonds. He's a better receiving back. And I believe through two games he's actually outperformed him. Yeah, double digits in both games. Well, has Connor even hit 10 points? No. He hasn't hit 10 points combined. Uh, but we'll see. You know, maybe they they get a big lead against Jacksonville, and then you see a lot of handoffs to Connor, Winston, Daniel Jones. I'm going Daniel Jones this week because he's going against a Falcons defense that Brady just tore up and Jalen Hurts just tore up. Daniel Jones can run, so why can't he? I think the Falcons defense is worse than the re- the Washington football team, and he's at home, so defenses. I am definitely going with Raiders. I really like the fact that he picked them up. I was going for him. Like I said uh, yesterday, I was going to go for him. But he wisely got him. Buda Baker, I like that. So overall, as the team, as we go through everything, I feel safer with Jacobs. But if Mario came away with the win, Jacobs only a 10-point favorite. If Mario came away with the win, I would not be shocked. Week one, when uh, Matt beat Jacob, I was shocked. You know, you could see it, and we all know that in fantasy Heck, dude, a third-string rece- third wide receiver can go out and have a 25, 30-point game, and that throws the whole thing for a loop. You know, if Connor goes out here and has a 20-point game, and yet everything else is pretty even down the line, that's going to be a huge swing in the favor of Jacob. So we all know that. When I say this, I don't mean, you know, blah, blah, whatever. My point is that I expect, looking at this, I could see Jacob winning a close game, you know, uh, like last week where Dino beat Mario by, like, 18, 19, I could see something like that happen again. I think Mario's team is good enough this week to where he can put up 160 to maybe even 180. If he has a big Nick Chubb Chubb game, if Robbie Anderson, that'll be a huge swing as we watch tonight's Thursday night game. If Robbie Anderson goes off and gets a 20 point game, he's expected to get 13, but if he goes for 20, heck yeah, that could be a huge difference because that takes away one of Jacob's advantages which is Allen Robinson and Beckham. So, I expect Jacob to win this game by anywhere from 10 to 20 points. Uh, he, he needs that, um, not based on talent-wise, just on, like I said, just on the fact that you don't want when you are have a team like Jacob does. It's same thing with Eric. Same thing with me, um, any of us. I can't speak for everyone, but when you have a team that you felt good about, and I know we all feel good about it, but there's times where I'm like, you know what, I feel good about it, but I need this guy, this guy, this guy. If they all hit, then I'll have a really good team. You'd, Jacob's team didn't look like that. He didn't have a bunch of guys like that. He had superstar r- players that just did not perform all together the first two weeks. I think this week, everybody looks to be good for him. I think he comes away with a victory. Our next game we're going to talk about, as much as I want to get to it, I'm going to put it on hold to the end. Let's go to Eric and Team Tussle with a 1-1 record going against Austin, who is 2-0. Oh. oh, no, it's Koo. <laughs> Just win, baby. And and like I said in the, the our video show, that's all he's done through two weeks. He's looked great. He surprised me. Uh, no, no one has surprised me, though, as much as Matt. Matt's team has pleasantly surprised me, and Jacob's, shockingly, disappointingly, has surprised me. And they just happen to be bitter rivals. But we'll see what happens down the line. Let's talk about Eric's team. He needed that win last week. We saw him flaming after Week One, where he, you know, he was frustrated because we know, man, he just wants to get in the playoffs and see what can happen. You know, he's been in there before, had a bye week. Actually, one uh, was the second seed uh, one year, so he knows uh, how to get to the playoffs. He just wants to get in there and try to win and be competitive. When you miss it for a few years, and he's had back to back years where he missed it, literally just by points or losing the last game, it becomes very frustrating. So I know, you, and you don't want to start like the Angels, where they, you know, they start out slow and then get hot. You want to start out hot, like Dino Dan did, like Austin has. You want to come out of the gates. And I think that was a huge victory for him last week. If he went to, if he went to 0-2, we could see, hey, start, you know, light up your trade deals, and we'll see what he does. I'm so happy he didn't. Thought it through. Um, maybe he got, didn't get a deal he was hoping for for Tyreek Hill. I mean, if he got a great offer... If I got a great offer, sometimes it's hard not to jump on it, uh, knowing that he still has a, like Jacob, he has a lot of talent on his team. Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, that was huge. They came out and played well. That was a big part of the victory. Gaskins, I don't know what to expect with Gaskins. Suffering the injury of Mostart hurt because Gaskins is a good player, but with Tua out, is he going to be able to be as effective? Is the defense going to focus in on him and see if Percet can beat them? I'm not going to go player by player like I did with Jacobs because Eric's team didn't do any trades and he's 1-1 one and, one and it's not a must-win situation. It's a big game, right? Big division game. You don't want Austin going 3-0 and you dropping two games back as soon as the season starts. Let's go piece by piece. Aaron Rodgers at San Francisco, that has been a nightmare for him. Now, one was an afternoon game late in the season. That was when the, I think the Niners were the year they went to the Super Bowl. The following year, I believe he lost to the Niners. Oh, no, he lost to the Yeah, twice that year, in the in late in the regular season and in the NFC Championship. He looked terrible, the team did, but that Niner team was so good. I don't know if they're as good now. Uh, we did see the Eagles move the ball successfully last week. Now, it was in Philly, but the Eagles looked good. I watched some of that game and how they moved back and forth. They had a red zone opportunities, the Niners' D, uh, they bent, but they did not break. And at times they broke the Eagles' will, and they went in a very low scoring tight game. I think the Packers' offense is going to be good enough to where the Niners are going to have to score. And I think Rodgers is going to, I think it's going to be a good shootout. Not as much as the Chiefs, Ravens, but I still see Rodgers going out and throwing for 250 to 300. I think he'll get a couple touchdowns. He's going to, you know, it's prime time. It's Aaron Rodgers. He's not going to go out there and get demolished. That said, Russell Wilson at Minnesota. Minnesota's defense is good, not great, and they have had situations where they've had to be in back-and-forth shootout, and I think they're going to be like that again. We could see another repeat of the Titans Seahawks last week where it went to overtime. If you told me the Vikings and Seahawks go to overtime in Minnesota, I would not be shocked. I think both of them have good enough offenses, and neither of their defenses is locked down like they used to be. You know, it used to be scary to go to Minnesota to play in that dome. It used to be scary to go to Seattle and play the, uh, the Legion of Boom. It's not anymore. Neither of them. They both have talented players, Bobby Wagner, uh, Kendrickson from the Vikings. But none of them are – I think that will be a shootout. More so than that, looking at the rosters this week, I would feel safer with Russell Wilson. So I think I think both – I'm going to put it as a push, but if you said who would I rather have, I would rather have Russell Wilson this week because I think on the road – and Minnesota's offense moving so well and their defense not being that good, it's going to be more of a high-scoring game. I think the Packers and Niners will both score a bunch, but not as much as, or as easily as the Vikings and Seahawks. Now, if the complete opposite happens, what do I know? Even the experts mess up. But you got to agree most people who are listening to this podcast have to agree that uh, the Niners and Packers defensively um, are a little better than the, the Seahawks and Vikings. Let's get to running backs. You've got Jonathan Taylor and Najee Harris. Like I said, coming in, I've had them as probably one of the top four teams in our league with running back tandems. Najee, I think, will have a good game. He's at home against Cincinnati. Bengals, uh, Dalvin Cook had a great game against Cincinnati. So I think Harris will be involved in the passing game like he has been, and I think he'll be very effective. I'm still waiting to see Taylor. They're on the road. We saw uh, some teams can run on the Titans. Arizona did. Uh, the Titans' defense overall has not been outstanding, but their run defense has been solid. So we'll see. Taylor usually feasts on lower-level defenses. We'll see if he can do it. Gaskins and Montgomery, taking. if we did running backs, I'm taking Austins. I would much rather have Taylor, and I really, really like Najee Harris as a whole on the season. You know, He was one of the guys I wanted to draft first-round pick. If he wasn't taken, he was taken, so I'm getting Devontae Adams. But... Looking at that, I'm Gaskins is still too much of a question mark for me. I mean, he's a, he's a the team's top running back. They got to do screen passes. They got to run it. So that's the one you're gonna want to use. I think Montgomery has a better game than Gaskin. I honestly think Montgomery has a better game than Taylor. It'll all be about how big. Who has a bigger game, Gaskins or Taylor? Because Montgomery and Harris, I think, will both be strong. If Taylor does have a much better game than Gaskins, that's why I'm projecting Austin's running backs to be better. Wide receivers, I know Shepard, which was a great grab. That was very wise of Austin to pick him up after that big week one. 17 points last week. Uh, He's got over almost 20 targets in two games. So I like Shepard. Pittman had a monster game last week, 26 points. I like Pittman going against Tennessee. They're going to have to throw, right? Indianapolis is going to have to throw. That said, the tougher matchup is for Tyreek Hill right, against the Chargers. We saw how well the Chargers played against the Cowboys. I still don't think Hill's going to go. If he does two games in a row of five points, eight points, that's major disappointment, and that's on the coaching staff to me, not the players. You've got to find a way, even if it's a short dump off, let him make a move, a reverse. you got to get him involved more, the offense, to get him going, then force the ball downfield to him. But I think Tyreek Hill is due for a 20-plus game and I think Justin Jefferson is also due for another touchdown and maybe possibly 100-yard games in a shootout against Seattle, I will definitely take Eric's wide receivers. And I think the matchups really favor, but you also have with the Giants, you have Kenny Galladay. you got hopefully Barkley. You're getting Evan Ingram coming back. So there's other talented players uh, for the Giants, while the Chiefs, you know they got a bandful of receivers that are okay. They're fast guys. There's no one really stands out other than Tyree Hill. You, it's Kelsey and Hill, and that's it. Because Ceh is not even getting involved at all. We saw that the last few weeks. So yeah, Jefferson and Hill, big time. I think, I think his receivers will more than make up the difference against uh, Austin's receivers to cover the gap between running backs. If you get what I'm saying, if there is a gap in the running backs. Tight end, I think Jarwin has a solid game. For the Cowboys, uh, I think he's going to go out there and get... uh, What did he have targets last week? Four targets, first two games. I think he'll have more. I think he might get 10 points this week. I'm hoping so because I have him in another league and I'm playing him for that Monday night game. Uh, That said, Pitts, I think this is... Last week It was a good game against Tampa Bay. Did not get the touchdown. He's due to make one eventually. I think this is the week he gets the touchdown against the Giants. Their defense is not insane. We saw... Ah, uh, the tight end for the Redskins last week get a touchdown, so I think Pitts definitely doubles up the score for Jarwin. I'll take Eric's tight end, Higgins or Lockett. You gotta go until Lockett has a single digit game. I'm gonna take Lockett every week unless he's going against you know a Tyree kill. But in this flex spot, I think Higgins is good. I just hope he plays. You know he's gonna be out there 100 percent, good enough. But I think he has a, a. I think both have a good, good game. I think Higgins if he gets 10 points to 15, Eric should be happy because the rest of his team will more than make up for it. I think Austin needs Lockett to have a 20-plus point game to win this game. Because Shep, you can't rely on Shepard and Pittman and then say, okay, you know, Lockett can get five points and I'll be okay. I think he's going to need it. Tannehill or Burrow. Burrow at Pittsburgh. We saw what Derek Carr did, but Derek Carr is also over a 10-year vet. Uh, Burrow only in his second year, and he hasn't even played a full year yet. I am definitely going with Tannehill. This week because I don't think Burrow's going to go do the same thing Carr did. Um, I hopefully he doesn't go out there and throw a bunch of picks. But Tannehill definitely defenses. Both Bucks and Niners got tough teams to play. I I'm playing the Rams if I was because I didn't get the Raiders that said. Um, But the Niners and Bucks if you play them you got it you you got them that high you got to hold on to them and hope even though you know Green Bay's going to score. Even though you know at least the Bucs are out on the road at L.A., uh, you know the Rams are going to score. You've got to hope there's a few fumbles or a defensive touchdown, something to salvage the day. I think the Niners could put pressure and maybe make it tough for Rodgers. I don't know if they'll hold him down like they have in the past. And then Darius Leonard, I've got to take Leonard. He's the man. David is awesome as well. So if they, they equal, I'm not going to complain or I wouldn't be shocked, but I would still take Leonard. That said, going through all the positions, I think Eric wins the game. He's projected to win only by two. I think this could be. I think this is a week. Maybe Austin's team surprisingly comes down. I'm, and if it did, it would be based on his receivers and Jonathan Taylor. I still think he's going to break 150. He can go out and even have a 170 point game. But I think I feel like Eric's team is going to to win this one. Um, it's going to probably break 180 to 200. This might his team has got to be. And if he doesn't this week, he'll still be one and two if he doesn't break out. Um, but his team has so much talent to have Pitts, Higgins, Tannehill, Jefferson Hill, Montgomery, and Rodgers. They can't all have bad matchups. And this week, a lot of them do. A lot of them do have tough matchups. So that's why you got to take that in consideration. I Eventually, he's going to have several weeks where everybody, the stars align, and he has good matchups. Maybe this is one of those weeks. I don't think so, but I think he'll score enough to beat Austin. In a very good game, in a very big game, that is an important game in that division. And my battery is at 20%, so let's get to this before my phone dies. How much have we been talking? 23 minutes, not bad. All right, let's get to the last game. The game that is easily game of the week. I know who Jacob's rooting for. I don't have a rooting interest in this, other than the fact that it's got stories good on both sides. you got Dino Dan going against Matt. If Dino Dan wins, he's 3-0. Another great start as he tries to get, get to his first championship ever. He's been in the playoffs multiple times. He does have playoff victories, so he's not uh, Lamar Jackson before he won his first playoff game last year. He's got a victory. um, Possibly, yeah, I think he's got two victories in there in the playoffs, if not more. I could be mistaken. I don't know it all offhand. Um, But Dino's team wants to try to get back to that 9-0, break his own record, maybe 10-0, try to go for a perfect season. Matt trying to show, hey, I'm not just a a two-week wonder. I know why he made the trade for Diggs, but I don't think when you have Patrick Mahomes, Stephon Diggs, Kareem Hunt, Matthew Stafford, and Bobby Wagner, who's found the fountain of youth, when you have those players, that's a strong enough core to where it looks like Debo Samuel, Brandon Cooks, those were guys I did not count, and he did not have Diggs to start the season. Those were not guys I thought would be these leaders looking at the rosters and looking at last season. And I know Cooks every year gets 1,000 yards other than his – last year with the Rams. But it just, it didn't seem like the Texans would get anything going. And Tyrod Taylor did well. Can Cooks do that now with David Mills? You know, is he going to be able to pull that off with the rookie quarterback coming in? Possibly the fact that the quarterback's going to be like, look, who's the one consistent weapon we have? It's Cooks. So maybe, maybe Cooks still does it. Um, But this is such a huge game. Talent wise, Matt, like he said, Matt said, I said he was a C minus. Dino Dan was an A, one of the higher ones. Let's start with the quarterbacks. Darnold has st- played outstanding. He's not going to be better than Mahomes. I'm taking Mahomes every time against everyone, with the exception of when it's Lamar Jackson. There could be a game, Dak Prescott. You know, if if I w- Dak has games when he plays. You know, the m- terrible defenses, and he went for 50 points. You know, there are weeks like that. But overall, even with a bad matchup, and the Chargers D looked good last week. Uh, I'm still going to take Patrick Mahomes. That said, I still think Darnold can go for 25. You know, if he breaks 300 tomorrow or tonight, he can. If if Darnold gets 25 or more, that is a huge lift for Dino Dan because he just he can't have Darnold go out and get 12, which I don't think he will. You know, I don't. I think Darnold will have a big game, but he just has to go out there, get him 25. You know, that Darnold is not the strong point of his team. Just be consistent and get me some decent points. Mahomes can go out and have his 40. you know, As long as Darnold's 25, Dino's got enough talent to make up for it everywhere else. And in the running back spot, Dalvin Cook, great matchup. We saw what Derrick Henry did to Seattle. I think Cook can easily not, not match it. Um, Henry's a different beast. There are times Cook will totally outperform. I'm just saying, watching that game, Henry, Henry, when he gets those corners, when Cook gets the corner, I could see a safety or a receiver, a corner bringing him down still. When Henry got to that corner uh, several times, I did not see anybody bringing him down. They tried to come at the side angle to maybe jump at his legs, and he threw them down like they were nothing. So that said, I think Cook can over-up for 30 points. That might be more than White and Hunt combined. Matt needs another you know, 18-point performance from White, who's going against a good Saints defense, and Hunt is going against a good Bears defense, and they still got Chubb on that team. If White and Hunt, kind of like how I say with Darnold, If White and Hunt can both get 12 points each, 24, that's not bad because Cook's going to get more than that. And we'll see if Cordell or Patterson can equal what he did last week. You know, he's not touchdown dependent. He can get receptions, uh, and he can also get a lot of carries. I think he can go out and have a nice game. Dino just wants him to, hey, give me 12, give me 17. I mean, obviously you want 20 each game, but if he gets him that with Dalvin Cook's most likely big performance, that's I'm giving Dino Dan the running backs. As we go to receivers, I know he's got digs. I know Cooks has played well, and Samuel has played well. We're not gonna I'm not gonna throw in the flex yet. Let's just go to the receivers. Diggs and Cooks or Cooper and Cup. Week one, I'm taking Cooper and Cup. And this week, and all season, I'm taking Cooper and Cup. I like Stefan Diggs. If we were doing a draft right now, I might be tempted to take Cooper Cup over all four. Entering the season, but I would still probably take Diggs in the end. I just see Diggs. In that offense, you you can't just judge it off two weeks where he still had two really good games. But I just think throughout the season, he's the number one weapon there. I think uh, they don't have a great run game. The Rams have a strong run game. The Bills, I think they're going to keep going. I think Diggs will finish higher than Cup. Maybe. Maybe. There still is Robert Woods. They're not going to ignore him forever. He's got to get more touches. they got Vance Johnson, Deshaun Jackson, or Jefferson, Deshaun Jackson. So I do like Diggs maybe overall throughout the season and I think he has a good game this week at home against Washington but I'm taking Cooper and Cup over Diggs and Cooks right now I think Philly if you go back in the history at least with Dallas Amari Cooper in Dallas has destroyed Philly his one of his greatest games ever was this first season in Dallas was against this same Eagles now obviously they've changed rosters but still I'm taking Cooper and Cup it, the Bucks can't cover receivers I love Cup this week. Cooks, we'll see. Carolina has been really good. Now, they haven't faced any elite quarterbacks. You had Winston, who's not bad, but he he struggled last week. The Saints don't have any real great receivers. And then you had a rookie quarterback who looked good the second half in garbage time, and all they had to worry about was Corey Davis. Cooks is better than all those guys. So we'll see if Carolina can stop Cooks. I like Diggs, but yeah, give me Cooper Cup any day. So Dino is favored there. Tight ends, Higby and Tanyan. Uh, after Higby's one-point performance, I still think, just like my Cole Komet, he only had one point. He had no catches. He had a tackle, I think. That was his points. Um, but I'm, I'm going to think that Robert Tanyan, even if he doesn't score a touchdown, he can still go out and get eight or nine points. We'll see if Higby can do that. What did he do week one? Week one, he did 11 points. Not bad. Matt, if Matt gets 11 points, that's a huge bonus because I think Tanyan might get around that same thing. Because what did he, his week one was two points, right? And then last week he needed the touchdown or he would have only had uh, eight. So he had 14. Prime time, you know, he's had big prime time games. Prime time Tanyan. So, excuse me, we'll see what happens in that one. I'm going to say I'll take Tanyan, but barely. You know, if Higby does outscore him, I'm not going to be shocked. Debo Samuel or Hollywood Brown? Samuel has been, what is he, top five wide receiver? He's number three on the year. You know, he's had two big games. Is Ayuk going to get involved? Is he is he recovering from something? Is he in the doghouse? I don't really know. I just can't imagine Debo Samuel getting eight targets a game. He's got twenty targets through two games against Green Bay. They will have to throw because their run game's not strong right now. That said, mm, man, it's hard not to take Hollywood Brown against a bad Detroit team that has no good secondary, and the the Ravens of shown that they're ready to throw what is yeah he's he's eight so they're both two top ten receivers but a 29 point game against kansas city why could he not do that against detroit oh man if i can own one this week just going in this week i would honestly take hollywood brown yeah i know it i know just because you know debo I just, Devo just scares me at times because he would have games where he disappeared. Now, Hollywood Brown, same thing, but maybe not. Maybe they both have big games. I would prefer Hollywood Brown just this week because he's, I don't, yeah, I'm not going to stay too long on it. I know a lot of people in, in our league might go Devo Samuel. Um, if you said, I can have a guy all year, I'm taking Hollywood. I'm also biased. You know, he's one of my favorite players coming out of college. Uh, him and CeeDee Lamb, they were so fun in Oklahoma with Jalen Hurts and Kyler Murray, so, that might throw me a little. Samuel is named after my son, so you think I would go Samuel, but either way, let's get to the last spot. Stafford and Goff. Once again, these two quarterbacks find themselves going heads up. And man, who do you take? Stafford against the the Raven or the Bucks, who have a good pass rush and might actually get to him. Their secondary is not great, but the Bucks are going to score. But Goff is going against the Ravens, and the Ravens are going to score. And the Ravens don't have a strong secondary at this time. I think they have Humphrey, but Humphrey can get beat. The Raiders, you know, got a game winner in overtime on him. So I like both. I think Goff can go out there. What did he have last week? He had 20 points. He had 39 against the Niners, you know, in garbage time, but he he made a comeback. They actually caught up in that game. While Stafford had 32, a big one week one, only 21 last week. I think Tampa Bay's going to score more than the Colts. Hmm, who would I feel safer with? Man, when I'm thinking this much, that means it might be a push. I'd rather have Stafford in real football, and I'd rather have Stafford for the season, but this week, the Ravens are going to score, and Goffs going to have to throw a lot. Man. Now, the experts here got Stafford rated higher. I'm going to say push, because I would be happy with either, and I can't decide which one I want, because both offenses are going to score for Tampa and Baltimore. Tampa's defense scares me a little more with the pass rush, but Baltimore can get after you too. Maybe Tampa Bay's secondary is a little weaker at this time, but yeah, I'll take I'll take I'll say push. And defenses, I gotta go Panthers against Houston and a rookie quarterback. Should, hey, the Browns though going against a rookie quarterback as well at home. Man. Defense pl- line. If I could choose a defense, I think Fields is better than Mills. So I will take the Panthers. And I'm definitely taking Bobby Wagner over almost anyone other than, uh, what's his name I just mentioned, uh, Leonard from the Colts. So, eesh, my phone's almost dead. So, that is the matchup. You know, if someone changes the player, I can't help it. 2-0 against 2-0. Can Matt continue to ride the hot streak? Uh, can Dino continue to be dominant? Dino is an 11-point underdog. So we'll see. I think Dino was last week as well, and he won. So we'll see if he can beat the spread. The spread. See if he can beat it two weeks in a row. Those are the three games we talked about. I think it's it's mentally a must-win for Jacob. Mario, I don't know what Mario's thinking. I don't know if Mario's thinking, hey, if I win, cool, I'm 1-2. and two. I get to brag. I beat Jacob. But does he feel his team really has a shot? Looking at his team and then going over the teams we just talked about, Eric's, Austin, Dino, and Matt, every other team, even Jacob, all five of those I would pick, and this is not a, a case with Elijah where he, he made the championship a couple of years ago. He still had uh, several good players on that team. It's just coming towards playoff stretch, he was the one team I did not see getting to the final, and he actually got to the final. Uh, did lose to Austin, but I just didn't see it. Everyone else, this is the same situation. Mario's got a he's 0-2, he's going to have a tough road. I think the win for Mario would do help him this week, morale, and help him. But I don't know if it would help him overall. I think it would help Jacob because a win this week really gives him a chance to pull back in because a couple other guys are going to be 1-2. and two. Other guys, there might be some 0-3. Other guys are going to fall back, and it allows him to keep pace. He's got to have a big point performance, though, because remember how key points are uh, in those tiebreakers we've seen. It, it can make or break an entire season by less than a point. I'm not going to talk about who. We already know. Eric, I think Eric... Um, Needs this victory. No way by any chances it must win. He's already got a win. That was such a big victory for him last week. Austin doesn't need to win. Austin's team is good enough. But if he gets a 3-0, coming out of the gates in in division play when his team was not expected to come out 3-0, I thought maybe he'd be 1-2 to start the year. Huge props to Austin if he does get to that. And the final game, game of the week for sure, is Dino Dan against Matt. Another big game I can't wait to talk about tomorrow is also... Nick against uh, Eli, because Nick's team, I think, is better than Eli's. It's just Elijah's team is playing better at the time, and he might start out 3-0. That would be huge because I did not see that in our division. And the defending champ, he's looking at possibly falling to 0-3. He's going against me. I don't know if he will. Same with Christian. Some of these guys don't want to fall 0-3. Steve's team played well enough to get to 2-0. and We'll see what happens. He is one of the biggest favorites coming in in his, week against, his game against Christian. So I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. I will do the next one tomorrow, and you will have one ready for Friday when we talk about the other three games. We'll also go over the Thursday night game tonight, what we saw, what we expect, anything big with injuries or any other possible trades we have going down. All right? You guys have a good, safe Thursday, and we'll talk to you next time. Peace.